What is up, Courageously Confident Podcast listeners? How are you guys doing? I hope you're having a fabulous day, night, middle of the day, middle of the night. I don't know. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, I hope you're having a very fabulous moment. Does that even make sense? I don't know. I'm a little bit overtired, guys. This is a Sunday afternoon where I'm recording this podcast right now, and I'm so excited for it because I have one of my one-on-one VIP exclusive, amazing, awesome totally obsessed with clients on this episode. I have Sabrina Heishi with me. She is a mindset coach and helps women battle their limiting beliefs, especially when they're connected to emotional trauma. So, um, oh my gosh, Sabrina is incredible. Um, I know her very well. I talk to her every week. She's one of my star one-on-one clients and she has so much value to give to you, so much just knowledge and passion and soul. And this conversation that we have is so important because as women, especially, we hold ourselves back from doing what we really want to do. And if you guys listen to the podcast and if you guys follow me, you know I talk about being courageous and doing things even though we're scared and stepping through fear and all that stuff. But Sabrina takes it to another level and actually um, talks about how to identify a limiting beliefs, you know, what they are, how to battle them. You know, it's not just like being a hard ass, tough love stuff like I am. It's actually like giving you tangible tips and steps to take to really help yourself step into your power and start living the life of your dreams and doing things you want to do. So Sabrina shares amazing tips for you guys, but also shares part of her journey and things that she's had to face and fear in her life, especially recently becoming a coach and how you can navigate them as well. So as always, guys, take a screenshot. Let me know if you're watching by tagging on Instagram story. You can also tag Sabrina. Uh, if you're not already in the Courageously Confident community on Facebook, be sure to jump in there. If I haven't already, then it's recently <laughs> had a rebrand and lots of goodies are happening inside the community. So no more chit chat. Let's jump in to the conversation. All right, you guys, I am so, so, so excited. As you know from the intro, I have my client and friend and coach and teacher and all the things, Sabrina, on with me today in the podcast. So Sabrina, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself, tell everyone a little bit about you, what you do, all the things you do, um, so we can all know you a little bit more. Hi, well, Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, Steph. My name is Sabrina Heishi, and I'm a mindset coach. I also am a full-time teacher, and I've been loving, loving my journey. It kind of just started, you know, not too long ago this year, 2019, and I've been loving my journey as a mindset coach and kind of diving deep into helping women overcome limiting beliefs, especially connected to emotional trauma, the things that happen in their past that are kind of like still they're still holding on to and how to help them break free from that that's amazing and we're we're gonna dive in like so much to limiting beliefs in a bit but I do want to talk about like how you said you've been loving your journey and how you're a full-time teacher you you're a coach you're doing all these things and you're really really busy um and I I know this because I know you but people listening might not know you is like you've done so like it's June and you've done so much in like, like three, four months. Did you ever like you, did you ever expect this happening right now in your life, maybe in the future, but right now it's all happening. Like 
what has it been to be doing this and living this now and creating this, but also never even thinking that you are going to be doing this in your life as in your business and your coaching? Yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy, crazy journey. Like I, in February, I was kind of like, oh, well, I'll get a coach, but maybe I'll just like start a blog. I'll start small. And I just kind of like really limited myself to like just small little things that maybe I could do. And then I think it was just like my mentor, you and a bunch of different people in, in my life, just like saying like, Hey, I could coach. Like I have a lot to say and kind of figuring out my message with that. And it's been like, a really cool like journey because not only have I been helping others like see that their mindset is a big deal and they really need to work on that but I've been really just immersing myself in that experience and seeing how this journey is like the best thing I could have ever done like I it's only been a couple months and it feels like a whirlwind I feel like I've done a lot in just a short amount of time and it's amazing just kind of like looking back and being like wow like I didn't in February I didn't even think that this could be me I didn't even think I could calm myself a mindset coach and now here I am like planning things and doing things and just going for it and it's awesome I, I, I love this feeling I just feel like I yeah it's almost hard to believe I love it <laughs> it's amazing what what one decision can lead to and months later you're living this life that you maybe thought was possible or maybe thought maybe in a few years or, or whatever but it's just incredible what one decision can lead to and it, it's crazy and it, it's so amazing to see and to witness and for anyone listening to know like sometimes it's just like you said you just maybe just want to start a blog or whatever and and it's turned into so much more a lot faster so it, it's so incredible so diving into like the theme of limiting beliefs even though you coach women and help women on you know battling their limiting beliefs what did you have, what fears did you have maybe even starting this for yourself? Like that could, you know, even though you're an expert in helping people, we still have beliefs we, um, or limiting beliefs. We still have to work through things. So what were some of your fears when you started just doing something new, even though you're passionate about it, it's still scary. Yes. So I early on was like, can I coach this? Because I'm still dealing with this, you know? And like that imposter syndrome of feeling like, I don't know, like I'm still dealing with this. Do I need to be completely awesome and okay in my mindset to even teach someone else? And I began to kind of just wrestle with that. And it's, it was a daily thing. Sometimes I'd be like, no, I can do it. And sometimes I wouldn't feel that way. And um, I just kind of got to the place where it was like, no, this is important that I'm, what I'm going through right now is going to help others see that there's a way through it. And limiting beliefs were just coming up all over for me. I was feeling like I wasn't good enough to be a coach or that I, you know, comparing myself to others and seeing that maybe I felt short. I was, you know, kind of examining how do I feel about like success and money and this different change that coaching brings to my life. Cause it's very different from the structured, you get a paycheck every month kind of job that teaching is. And so I was dealing with all these like things that are coming up and I could see that I was just really wrestling with them. And I would um, kind of, I would kind of pour that into my business though. I would start talking about that and opening up. And I saw that that was connecting me with more people and that that was making me seem more of a real, like approachable person. And I was like, this is working for me. Like whatever this is, this, this is the universe kind of saying like, yes, I can handle this and I can, I need to go through this in order to be a better coach. And that's, 
been amazing because I still have those limiting beliefs. It's not like they go away like in an instant, even though sometimes you definitely feel like you want them to go away in, in an instant. But the fact that I have them and I'm coaching people and helping them through theirs, I'm seeing breakthrough after breakthrough with my clients that they're like, whoa, like I, I, can, I can actually step out of this fear. I can maybe walk through this fear, even though I'm having these like, limiting beliefs, even though they feel like they want to hold me back. Like I can still make steps towards a future me that I want to be. And it's been amazing kind of just watching that. Yes. Um, It's so interesting um, to hear people say, and I know it's very common. A lot of people fear success. Fear success, like you, like you were saying, it's, it's a lot different than just, you know, you're a teacher, which is amazing and that's incredible. And what you do is like amazing, that part of your life. But then when it becomes, I think maybe a little bit more personal, like your own coaching business, then all of a sudden, like some people, like the biggest thing is fearing failure, which is still a fear, but a lot of people fear like, oh my God, what if this really works? What if this, you know, I get all these clients and if I change people's lives and build this thing. So I don't think I've ever had a fear of success. I really am like, I I just don't think I have. I definitely fear failure a lot, but what, what, I guess it's almost like, how do you understand that having the fear how do you understand that you have a fear of success? Like, what is, what, what are the thoughts of like, like, do you fear, what if I get too successful then, then, then what? Like, what is the, then what? Why is that bad? Does that make sense? That's kind of a question, kind of not a question. Yeah. I think what really was like a, I mean, it was fear of success, but also fear of change Mm. for me. I, I'm, I'm changing rapidly, you know, my, and I'm sharing and being more vulnerable online, which is very different than, you know, before. And so I'm, it's changing me into this other kind of person, a person that I like, a person that I want to be, but it, the, the success, I'm like, okay, so now like, can I be successful in this other thing, this coaching thing when I've been successful as a teacher, I've figured out how to be successful as a teacher. I've risen in the ranks. I've, I built a program, a drama program as, as a teacher. And like, can I really do that as a coach? So it's almost like it's a, it goes back to believing in yourself. It's saying like, okay, do I believe in myself enough that I can do this other thing that I know a lot less about and that I, I have less experience in, but can I be successful in it no matter, you know, anyways. Right. And that's been a, a block that I've been working through is like how to be successful in this, this unknown space. Yeah. Because, you know, even though I've seen coaches and I see success, I'm I still like, how, what does it look like for me? Right. And kind of being aware of that, my own journey to success and whatever that is. Because I feel like I'm successful now. You know, I've been growing and I'm still like, still growing and like, it's amazing. And I need to be like happy and like feel that and live in that. But how, yeah, just how to navigate this new sort of entrepreneur lifestyle that I'm not. Right. And, and success is so like, it's like, what is success and quote unquote success is different for everyone and and we can measure it in so many different ways. So, but yeah, no, I love how you said it. It's more of like the fear of like, Hey, I, I mastered how to be a teacher. I'm really good at being a teacher, but now all of a sudden stepping into this new big thing. So it's maybe the fear of being new again, the fear of starting, you know, at the bottom again and, and oh, like you have to work yourself up or, or figure it all out again, like that kind of fear. So totally, totally relatable. So, um, I, I know limiting beliefs are all in our mind and I, I know that our mind is constantly on autopilot. I know that we just think things over and over and over again and we don't necessarily 
control our thoughts, but how, how would you help someone or how would you help someone discover maybe even like what is a limiting belief or like to determine that? Because we're so used to like, I think our thoughts going over and over that we think it's just, Oh, this is what I'm thinking. This is what's real. This is who I am. Like I'm not good enough or X, Y, Z. How do we even determine, Oh my God, this thought is holding me back. Yes. And I feel like this has been a, was a journey for me early on, even as, you know, a college student and coming up, like seeing what was really the, the identifying the limiting belief. And it's, it is a kind of ethereal to say limiting belief. What does that mean? And um, it's something that holds you back. So like I fi- I ask people like, okay, what is a big thing, a big dream that you have or something that you really want and it feels so out out of the way, like you feel so far away from it, like there's no way I, I could get. Like what is the what is the thoughts that are going through your mind? Like, oh, well, I'm not successful enough for that or I'm not good enough for that or I'm like – too shy or something. There's something that they're thinking. That's the reason why they can't accomplish that big dream. And I found this in myself was like, okay, well, why can't I, you know, do this and that and have this big dream, do the things, um, have a podcast, be a coach, whatever. What is the thing that's holding me back? And I was like, well, I'm not good enough. Who's going to watch me? And so I was like that, that just, it's, it's that instant, whatever you're thinking immediately, like, when you think about that decision, that is the core and it can go even deeper. Like I go even deeper with my clients is like, okay, what is the, what kind of trauma happened? It can be even, it it doesn't have to be something like really huge. It can be even just something that someone said, you know, to you and you just, it kind of internalized it and it kind of became a part of who you are. But what happened? What was that trauma experience that made you feel like you're just not good enough in general or just not, um, not successful enough or whatever it is that kind of linked to that, that, um, that limiting belief. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's all connected. I, you know, no one's like born into the world and they have limiting beliefs. It, it all is something that happens to them. And it's, it's from that core rooted trauma that's underneath it all. Yeah. And something that stands out for me, and I've used this example in so many different different times, like on the podcast or with my clients, is I literally remember there's it's funny how in um certain moments you never forget. I was in, I think like grade five or six, and I remember my friend was sitting next to me on the bus and she told me that I had sausage thighs. Have you ever heard me say this before? And so I constantly I'm 27 years old. This is like way back in grade five. And I will never forget this moment. And, and the thought, like, it's like it happened yesterday. I remember, I remember it. And then ever since my thighs have been like the biggest thing that I'm self-conscious about, but imagine if she never would have said that to me, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's so, so I think digging back into whether it's like a memory like that, which wasn't a traumatizing event compared to what some people go through, but it's a moment that like shaped my thoughts, you know what I mean? But what now I think I'm sure you coach this as well. Like you, I can recognize where it's coming from. So if it pops up, I'm able to just say like, okay, this is why it's, it's coming up. It's not necessarily true. It's not who I am. Yeah. And there's times in our lives where we're way more impressionable. mm -hmm. And then other times, you know, like it's like stemming from insecurity or just whatever, if you don't kind of know who you are yet. And so anything that kind of happens can really stick with you. Like, 
even if it's something that you're super insecure about already. Absolutely. So if once you determine kind of, okay, I'm having this thought, I, I'm not good enough or I, you know, whatever it is, whatever you determine your, your limiting belief, what is the next step to work on overcoming it? It definitely is a daily, a daily practice and something that I feel like I, I have been doing even before I was a mindset coach, kind of identifying that belief and then sort of turning it on its head. Okay. Saying like, like, I think you talk about this too. Like, is this true? You know, and asking yourself, is this true? And then kind of also saying, what is the opposite that I can believe of this? So like really just calling, calling you yourself out and saying, creating awareness around this thought and being like, okay, this, I'm not good enough. Why am I thinking that right now? Okay. Because of this situation. Okay. And what is true? Okay. I, I actually can do that. I have the education or I have the experience or I, nothing should stop me, you know, and maybe you should change it from, you know, I'm not good enough to, I am good enough. I can do this. I can do whatever I want. And that's been my personal mantra is when I'm feeling like doubt, self-doubt, if I'm feeling like, okay, I don't know, what if I can't do this? What if I don't succeed? What if, what if, what if I have this mantra of you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Sabrina. And doesn't matter. Okay. Just go for it. You can do whatever you want. And like, it kind of gives me that freedom because mm-hmm. those limiting beliefs really kind of lock you they kind of try to lock you in your fear, keep you in your comfort zone, and you don't want it, don't have any room for change. So if you spin that and like tell yourself something else, and I mean, this is, has to do with action as well. You have to like couple it with action because you can't just say things and have it be true. You have to like do the thing that you want to do. Um, but like it, it breaks you out of that, that cage that you, your limiting beliefs put you in. And that's been, it's a daily thing. Like it always, you, you'll never like, you might like let go of the limiting belief to some extent. Like it might not be less, like less present in your life, but it might still be something you struggle with no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, and if you hear what I say too, I'm like, you can say all the affirmations and the things, but I love how you said it's also action. So, you know, if like, if you're having a moment where you're like, Oh, I'm not good enough. Then you change it to, I am good enough. I can do this. So it is telling yourself that. And that is essentially like rewiring your mindset, your thoughts, but then also like doing something to prove that you can do it to kind of give yourself that validation back. So even if it's, I guess, like even if it's just a small little thing to get you feeling better and and more confident. Yeah. 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 Anything like something that you can just get out of your head for a little bit. Maybe that's exercise. Maybe that's like going outside for a walk. Maybe it's talking to a friend or just like making food and eating it like something else, you know, just something where you're like not in this self doubt spiral, which I've been in the self doubt spiral before. And you just have to kind of go and get out of it and like put force yourself to do something that makes you feel a lot better, puts you in a better state of mind. And you can be like, okay, what, you know, how can I come at this a different way? I feel like it's really, really sad. I feel like so many women especially are just get caught up in, in like the, I'm not good enough. I don't, don't look good enough. And the fear of, of failing, of trying and then not succeeding, whatever that is. And then that being embarrassing. Like, I feel like women just stop themselves from doing whatever it is they want because of those three main things. And it makes me really, really sad. I'm curious what you think. Like, I know you you express it comes from a lot of the times, like, 
things that happen in your life. So maybe with other people telling you things or blah, blah, blah. I think it also has a lot to do with, with sometimes social media it can do with diet culture, depending on the thing. Um, I'm just curious of what you think, like why you think women are so hard on themselves. Definitely. I feel like our society puts a lot of pressure on women to succeed um, and success can look more it's on the outside, you know, looking like you have it all together, looking like you have all of the portions of your life in place. Like you have a family, you have a job, you're balancing everything perfectly. And it's just, it's this outwardly appearance thing, which when, when those people that we might idolize open up about their struggles and say, Hey, it's not always easy. And this is not really what it looks like. That's when that kind of, it gets blurry. You're like, okay, well, what am I supposed to, who am I supposed to be? And women, I feel like they really just have, they just get kind of complacent. They're like, okay, well, I don't, I'm not going to have a bikini body. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to do that. And so I'm going to be in this, this and stay here and be comfortable, but unhappy. And they, it's just a fear of trying like, and of kind of accepting their own level of what does, what does healthy or happy look like to them? They only see this version of what healthy and happy looks like on, you know, social media and what other people are kind of putting out there. Um, and they can't really kind of take what those people are saying with a grain of salt and be like, okay, what does healthy and happy look like for me? Mm-hmm. And it all kind of stems back to, yeah, the mindset, because even if you change your outside, this isn't going to change how you feel on the inside. And I've been in that place where I felt like this workout program is going to change my life and I'm going to have it all together. And then as soon as I fail, because, you know, I'm not perfect, I'm going to fail. I feel even worse about myself and my mindset is even worse than it was in the beginning. So how are you like taking what you learn from these people and saying, okay, no, that's their version of whatever's going on with them. And I can find my own. And also I think we, we tend to set ourselves up like, Oh, I have to be perfect at it. And if, if this doesn't work out perfectly, then I suck. And then you make it all about your self worth. And then it it just spirals down into like, then all of a sudden you're just not good enough. And you know, it's sad. And, and true what you were saying, like we see all these ideals and uh, like people who like, it's perfect. It's perfect. So my version needs to look like that. And then as soon as it doesn't, it's not good enough and all this stuff. And we just need to be so much more accepting and, um, forgiving of ourselves. Like, well, also, cause I'm tough love, like working hard, but forgive yourself, you know, at the same time when it doesn't go the way you want it to, but it's just, it's like, stay in your own lane, stay focused on you and keep going towards what you want. Cause I, truly believe and I see it happen is so many women want things and express what they want to do, but then fear holds them back. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and you're someone who is doing thing, something right now, even though it was scary at the beginning and it still is scary. It's scary at all levels for everyone. What would you say? Like if, if a woman listening to this wanted to start a coaching business, like something you just started and what would you say? Like the three biggest things or a couple things for, to her to, to just go and follow her intuition, even though all these thoughts of like, oh, you're not good enough or you won't be successful, pop into her mind. I think what what was really helpful for me um, is kind of separating myself from other all the other kind of messages coming through and saying, what is my story that I have to, to share? What can I like confidently share on that I feel like is going to help people? And really, what do people need? And 
everyone has something. Everyone has a story that's so unique and that people can relate to and that people can feel like, oh my gosh, you totally get me. I totally understand where you're coming from. And just latching onto that message and like not, not giving up. Like it's, it's sometimes we get just so caught up in who we should be and kind of just focusing on who you are. And sometimes that's the messy parts. Like for me, uh, emotional trauma was it's hard. It's not something I want. I talk about in mixed company. It's not something that I loved to broadcast about who I like, where I came from and who I was, but I'm finding that that's like my secret weapon. That is exactly what I should be talking about because it's what's connecting me to people. It's what's helping me help them. And it's coming from a very genuine place. So that's the first thing. And I think definitely getting in some sort of mentorship. That was what I did with, you know, you're my coach and, you know, I follow other coaches and kind of consume, you know, what they're saying as well. And it's kind of like being around people, surrounding yourself with people that make you want to keep going when you feel like you can't, okay? When you feel like you want to quit. People that push you and say, no, you can do this or recognize those things in you that you don't even recognize about yourself. They recognize the success that you've had in the last few months. They see how much you love this and they, they say, you're really passionate. You need to keep going. And that, that support, even like from my husband too, like, like you need, you need that support around you. And because there's going to, you're going to want to quit. Like I'm, I, I've had many moments where I wanted to quit. I'm like, stop. <laughs> you know? And I, it's just so important to surround yourself with people that make you want to get up again and keep going because you'll need that throughout this whole journey. And I think the last thing is just, um, make sure that you're not trying to copy someone else's version of success. I feel like this is where I got caught up in a little bit in the beginning of my journey is like being like, okay, well, do I have to, you know, be on my computer all day? Is that going to help me succeed? Or do I have to do this program? Do I have to do that? Do I have to set it up like this? And kind of not being sure what really I was being called to. And that all goes back to being in tune with your intuition, which is still something I'm working on as well is like trying to just like, I do, I journal, you know, I kind of like try to like write things out, write my thoughts out and kind of organize it that way. And some people have different ways of doing that, but try and find somewhere where you're like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is what I want to do and connecting it back to that and not kind of feeling like you have to do it a certain way. Mm, I love those. And I think like, they're all powerful, but I think the first one that you said is like, you have a story and you have a voice and it's meant to be heard. And if you're itching to share it, you know, like don't hold it back. It can really, really help someone. And, you know, I, I believe that like soulpreneurs or like people, coaches who really like mission-based, like you're, you're, you do this for a deeper purpose than just like, okay, it's a job or whatever. You know, we do this because we've been through something and we now have the ability to help women, you know, navigate through it and all these things. And I think when you lead with your passion like that, with you lead, with your soul and your story, you're always going to be that quote unquote successful because it's just your purpose and your soul. And, and it's like, I always say it's a disservice if you hold back because you, you holding back could stop some like helping someone else. So I love, I love that. And you, you guys, and you know, like I'm a huge fan of always placing yourself like in mentorship, but support system, like you said, like your husband or your friends or whoever, like people who will recognize when you're being down and unrealistic or like, I'm going to quit or this isn't working, right? When people can 
call you out because I know we all have, we only see, like we are, see ourselves to a certain extent. We don't see all of ourselves. So it's so good to have people to reflect back on us and say like, Oh no, like Sabrina, you've done this or stuff. You've done this or whatever the case is. So that that's so, so huge. Um, I love those things and such good reminders for people beginning because it can be like you mentioned as well. The last thing is, you know, like, trying to do what someone else is doing or that worked for her. Or should I have a website or should I have a blog or should I like all these things and it comes back to your intuition because there's a million ways to do it and it all works differently for every single person. That's why I love this coaching business because what works for you works different for me. What works for me works different for someone else and it gives us freedom to just do what we want. So that's the fun part about it. So I really love that. I know lots of, you know, aspiring coaches listen. So those three things are definitely really, really helpful, especially coming from you. Who's, you know, starting off and doing your own thing. So that's, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. So many, so many good things. Um, so many good tips, but it's so true. We get in our heads so much. And I think, what would you say is like a good, like you said, you journal and you think it's good to kind of express your daily thoughts in some way to recognize them. Like how do we recognize our thoughts more? Maybe that's my question. Yeah, I I don't journal as consistently as I want to, but I I am have been trying and that is something like even in the morning just sitting down and being like, okay, like what are my thoughts on about this? Like um like I just, you know, recently did a webinar and I woke up feeling a little bit this scared and nervous and kind of like that just journaling was like, you know what? Why am I doing this? Kind of getting back to my why and like who the, who is this for? And just kind of recenters me. Um, even like sometimes in the car, you know, if I feel like, oh, I have something, like I just, I feel like I need to talk it out. But like, I might like send you a voice me- message or I might like voice note just on my phone, just to myself. Um, that's been really helpful, just talking it out and kind of getting a clearer grasp on it that way. It just gets the thoughts out of your head and kind of makes you look at them and be like, okay, well, this is, this is really what's important. This is really what's not, you know? And I even like, I do. I just write a lot in general. I think it's just who I am. I'm an English teacher, writer, <laughs> and uh, even at at night before I go to bed. And it's it's because I have I'm I suffer from you know some anxiety, and I I need to like unwind. So part of my unwinding is just writing a couple things in a notebook next to my bed. And then sometimes it's like more things that I know I need to believe. Like you can do it, Sabrina. Everything is fine. <laughs> but, like I'm just like a pep talking myself and like. Or I'll be like, this is a fear that I have. And like just putting it out on paper and I'm just like, oh, wow. Like it makes it more real, but it also like just kind of separates you from it. So you're like, can take a step back and really see, okay, what is really going on? I love that. Yeah, I definitely think releasing it some way and like getting it out. I also think it's cool, whether it's journaling, whether it's messaging, whether it's writing, wherever. I think it's really amazing to document things and then in six months or a year, look back and like look at your old entries or even, you know, if you post on social media on Facebook now, I have memories coming up and I'm like, oh my God, like I can't believe I said that or I did that or I can't believe, you know what I mean? So it's, it's almost like it's good to release it, but it's also good for reflection. So when you grow, you can say like, how, oh my gosh, this is how far I've come. You have that evidence, which I think is really cool to see, especially if you're doing personal development and growth to see that progress is really validating. So that's amazing. I love this. Okay. (laughs) So I want to know we're in June, we're like halfway through 2019. So I have been asking people this a lot lately is what are like, 
what are what are you most excited for for the rest of the year? Like what ha, what do, what is just like you're so excited to create in your life, in your business, your personal life, your coaching business? Like what are you really looking forward to still create with this year? Oh my goodness! So I have like so many possibilities. I I, I feel like I don't I, I haven't like picked one yet. So I'm still like all the things I really want to um, create my blog work, which was a, like the first passion. kind of like my lead into all of this because I love writing and I feel like I could just, it's just so easy for me to do that. And so it's just the technical stuff that I need to figure out, but like blogging is yes, recent. I want to do that soon. Um, I really want to become um, more of like, I'm still coming into my voice as a coach and just kind of solidifying that in my group, simply sensational and my, just my social media in general, just becoming that voice for the people that have gone through emotional trauma and how to navigate those beliefs that come up with that. Like that is my, my, my voice. And I want to continue to share that. And I want to con- like continue making programs. I've done a couple webinars and I've loved, loved, loved that. So just continuing that energy of just sharing and helping people because I feel like I have so much to say and so much to give. And I just, I just want it. I just want to keep going. I just want to keep going. And whatever that looks like, I, it's, there's a lot of different ways it could look. Cause I want a podcast too. all the dreams. I'm just like a big dreamer. <laughs> I love it. I, so, I love when you said, well, I have oh, so many things I'm like I'm here for it. Like, that's so amazing. That's so good. And it's like, you know, and one of the things too, and this is why I have like really inspiring people come on the podcast and I love being around is because, you know, like you said, you're a big dreamer, but you're also a big doer. Like you're doing the things too. And that's something that, you know, separates dreamers from doers is limiting beliefs. And so this conversation is so important to have up to just recognize, like I could be doing the things if I stopped giving into my limiting beliefs. So I love that, you know, you help women do this. So you, you are helping women live the life of their dreams and do things and recognize what's holding them back and work through that. And this work is so powerful. And I think it's also overlooked a lot of the time. And I guys like people listening or whoever this message, like this is so important because if we don't believe in ourselves, if we don't work on ourselves, we won't make the things happen. And you know, this is life. So the work you're doing is amazing. And I can't wait for more people to experience it through the future in your blogs and your podcasts in, in your group. So for now, if people want to learn more about themselves and learn more about limiting beliefs and all the things you have to share, uh, where are the best places to go to find you and follow you and listen to all the goodies that you share? Yeah. So, um, definitely I have my Facebook profile is just Sabrina Heishi. It's H A E S C H E kind of a fun German name there. Um, and then my group is simply sensational. So you can just search that simply sensational on Facebook, as well as my Instagram, which is Sabrina Heishi. Just that's my name. Perfect. (laughs) And I will link all those. So it's super easy for everyone to go follow. Um, yeah, you guys, I can't say it enough. Like I've worked with Sabrina since like what CC, which was started December of 2018. Yeah. <laughs> and then one and growing her business. And I can't, I just, I, th- are you the first client I've had? You're the first one-on-one client I've ever had on the podcast. So that's pretty that's like amazing. amazing. Like let's celebrate that right now. But, yeah. um, I just love what you do and I love your message and you're spot on and the way you coach and the way you go about everything is incredible. You blow me away. So I can't wait for more people to discover you and follow you maybe after listening to the podcast. So guys, um, 
if you're listening right now, screenshot, like I always say, and you can tag me, you can tag Sabrina and the Courageously Confident uh, Instagram, and then go join Sabrina's Instagram and her uh, group if this, you know, felt called to you, which I believe all women really need to work on this at every quote unquote level. Like we're all working on ourselves and it's so important. So thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.